Coming up today on Locked On Texas Tech, what exactly is on the line for Tyler Shuck in the Texas Bowl later this month? And what does it mean for Texas Tech's QB room in 2023? Now a QB room that we know will not feature Donovan Smith. He's in the transfer portal and we're breaking down what it means and where the destination could be for number seven. Coming up next on Locked On Texas Tech. You are Locked On Texas Tech. Your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We're going to start this thing off right. Everything runs through Lubbock. Great to be with you again on Locked On Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thanks, as always, for making us your first listen on YouTube or anywhere you get podcast and today's episode brought to you by omaha steaks a gift from the heart a gift that will have you being remembered fondly by friends and family with every unforgettable bite so order with complete confidence today knowing you're ordering the very best with omaha steaks visit omahasteaks.com and use our promo code locked on l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n locked on at checkout to get that extra 30 dollars off your order at omahasteaks.com He's the only Chris Level. I'm Casey Cowan. And Chris, you and I knew when we reconvened that we will be within uh, portal season as the uh, portal, 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 portal officially (laughs) opened up. And man, you want to talk about a rush through the gates. There was a whole lot to keep up with as soon as it began to officially hit the wire. We'll get to plenty big picture stuff coming up. But first here locally, uh, significant news as you knew there'd be some shuffling in that Texas Tech quarterback room and Donovan Smith is the man who does enter the portal yeah I I think uh I think realistically you know you you were just hoping that you could get two of these three guys back and it as it stands right now that that's the way it, it looks uh but I I think again somebody was gonna just want to go play you know and I think Selfishly, we were all hoping, hey, man, would, would, would Donovan want to come back and be kind of this, maybe switch positions, maybe maybe do a little bit of Taysom Hill type stuff, which is what the, how the Saints use him and, and, and all that. And we saw a little bit of what that looked like versus Oklahoma. But, again, he wants to go be a starter, and I think he'll get plenty of opportunities uh, out there uh, to go do that at a group of five or power five level. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it uh, – <clears throat> Just one of those things, man. I mean, your your quarterback room was experienced. It was uh, you you had maturity, and I think uh, you, you know it was going to be a big time surprise if you were going to be able to keep keep all of them here. And and, and my immediate question was, is is he going to play in the bowl game? And I don't I don't gather that that will happen at all. I think he wants to get a jump start on the, these several weeks of, of visits and kind of figuring out where his next spot will be, but it doesn't necessarily help you for the, uh, the bowl game either and providing the insurance and just whatever plays he can make. Cause last time I saw him, he was juking Oklahoma defenders walking into the end zone. So, you know, uh, so, but yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of, uh, that, that's where that thing, uh, that's where that thing is right now. Hmm. Interesting yeah. part about the bowl game participation, because, uh, I'm I'm just feeling a, a smidgen of vexation crawling up the back of my neck uh, as it relates to that, Chris. But 
uh, neither here nor there. I suppose more power to him doing whatever he wants to do. Uh, certainly, we'll continue to root for him as an individual. If he's anywhere on Texas Tech's schedule, I will root for the worst of luck uh, for him as a football player, of course. <laughs> but he's an easy kid to like. Obviously, has yes. been an easy teammate as a Red Raider to root for. So certainly want to continue to give him that kind of credit. Can I ask you, and I know it's early on, but you, you're constantly in the tea leaves. You're Chris tea leaves level. What are you thinking uh, we could be hearing down the road as far as a destination? Because immediately I'm thinking, man, in state, in conference, again, on Texas Tech's schedule, what are you feeling as far as the potential into this? Well, there, you know, to, to I, I think uh, his dad DeAndre will be heavily involved here. Uh, you know, DeAndre's the current running backs coach for Saquon Barkley and uh, the New York Giants. Would, would I rule out DeAndre trying to get a job back in college as a coordinator, position coach, slash even head coach? I, I would not. If if that is in play at all guess where Donovan uh, would go. I think there's been rumors yeah. for several weeks now that, that link up Donovan and UNLV. UNLV currently doesn't have a head coach at the time that we are recording this. And, and, and the reason that that, you know, match is being put together is because that's where Donovan, you know, where he was living and all that prior to moving uh, to Lubbock for his last year of high school. It's also, I think, currently where his mom lives uh, as well. I just think though that he's better than UNLV. He's, you know, the UNLV's football program is a mess, uh, and so I, I think he's going to get Power Five offers. I mean, we've seen Houston uh, mentioned. Uh, I mean, I, I could I could put, connect some dots between Louisiana Tech and Sonny Cumbie and Donovan Smith. Again, I just think that he's going to have Power Five opportunities. Not that Houston is not; uh, they will be next year. But I, I, I think that he's going to have you know, maybe some SEC, maybe some Pac-12. I mean, there's really? going to be some schools that, that that give him an offer because I think what you what you look at is is he's 6'4", he's about 230, he runs really well, and he's got lots of experience, and and he's got years left to play. Yeah. And as they do as they do their background check, they're going to find out he's a phenomenal person and teammate. No parking so tickets. Exactly. So when you, when you look at all that, that there's a lot to like there, Casey. Uh, I think so. Well, okay, I can't let tell me, you. Yeah. Let me. I, I got a couple of questions off of that because in general, I did have the question in my mind: Is this a Power Five or Group of Five destination that we're talking about? And since you're leaning more towards Power Five, it sounds like I'm wondering from Donovan's perspective: Is it a start or bus kind of conversation? Because just my own personal take that kind of would have led me back more so towards the G five. If he was saying, man, I got to be a starter or at least be on like, you know, a short list of really front running for a starting competition during the off season. But how do you see that part breaking down and what you think maybe he's wanting out of this thing? And, and I can't say for sure that he's going to take a power five opportunity. I just think he will have that uh, multiple made available to gotcha. him. But I, I think playing is, is the biggest component for him i mean being able to 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 start and and again the higher level you want to play or the tougher you know situation that you want to put yourself in you know there's nothing guaranteed whereas he could pick a group of five school right now and be like hey man 
I'm your guy. And they would probably be like, yes, we're not talking to anybody else. Like it's your, it's your spot. So Deion Sanders would tell him to stand up in a press conference. (laughs) There's your quarterback. There's your quarterback. He's got to earn it though. He's got to earn it though. Yeah. That was the most entertaining new coach arrival I've ever seen for better or worse. I'm bringing, I'm bringing my luggage with me, man. And uh, it's Louis. It's Louis. (laughs) An all time line. Are you kidding me? It's more built maybe for like an HBO drama. But, uh, hey, they're going to try it for uh, college football, so can't wait to find out how it, how it fits. It's Louie, baby. Who even thinks to tell somebody what the brand of their luggage is, Chris? You have taken me there. i got to steer this back. I'm sorry. I'm very easily, easily entertained by this Dion saga right now, so I could go a ways on it. But I won't. That's not what people are here for. <laughs> It's Louie, baby. Don't forget it. Don't forget it. Uh, and then and then begging them all to enter the portal. You know, like, hey, man. Well, it is Colorado leave, after all, Chris. I was going to say, y'all can all leave, man. It just gives us more room. Now, any of y'all on uh, the maintenance staff, we need you to hang around. Anybody want to <laughs> chop up film, we need you to hang around. The rest of you expecting a set of pads, and you already were wearing Colorados this year. Time's up, baby, because I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> one, one, one and 11. One and 11. Thank you, Donovan Smith, for somehow bringing our conversation today to the only chance I had to involve Dion, Dion on a Locked On Texas Tech episode because there was no correlation to get there. But uh, the Lord took us there. And I think maybe Coach Prime uh, would appreciate that, Chris. I uh, yes. wish Donovan the best of luck. I hope he is as far away from Texas Tech or being on a Texas Tech schedule as he could possibly be. I don't want any more of these uh, crossover spinoff episodes like we're going to get in basketball season and have seen, I guess, to a lighter degree elsewhere on a football schedule with Houston being a popular destination here or there. Um, But intangibly speaking, as a dude, I'm going to root for him when I have the opportunity. I do hope he finds success. Because I I think, and I I can't emphasize that anymore, he he did everything – right he did everything that was asked of him there's not anybody over there that has anything bad to say about the young man he smiles all the time he 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 tried to play as hard as he could when he was asked to do that he played hurt um you know he he you know just again i that's why i say when they start because that's the one thing that i think uh coach wells did and i think joey is trying to do too and did it in year one is that when they bring in somebody from the portal boy, do they want to make sure that this is not going to be somebody that comes in and jacks up the locker room. We don't need <laughs> right. a knucklehead. We don't need somebody on the front page. Jack Parkman. Uh, of, of, of whatever for, for the wrong reasons. And it's been crazy how you've been able to bring in so many pieces from the outside without any drama at all. And I think that when people start looking at Donovan, they're not going to get anybody from tech that – has anything bad to say about him at all. So I think, yeah, you, you wish him well, unless your uh, paths cross and obviously you try to compete and, and, and do your thing then. But uh, yeah, so I, I just, I wish I knew where he was going. I think that's part of why you're trying to get out earlier than later or get into the portal earlier than later, just because you want to yep. have all these different options because I could go through a whole long list of schools right now that they're looking for a quarterback or trying to upgrade their current room. And there it's a, it's a pretty lengthy list. Best of luck to Donovan in the future as he's packing his bags. I don't know if they're Louie or he's at Walmart with that faded <laughs> glory or, or where he is on that spectrum, but uh, get where you can get. 
And uh, hopefully that is going both from a monetary standpoint and, and a, a playing time standpoint, because it's all up for grabs for these athletes now, depending on the situation they can find themselves in. And again, just will remind you, stay away possibly from Texas Tech's schedule. Don't make it. Don't make us do it to you. We're still horns down with you. We had some good times. Don't make us turn these six guns the other way. All right, let's just stay away uh, from one another's neighborhood. That's the best way to break up. There's no doubt about that. All right, we're going to continue with a transfer portal themed conversation coming up next. We're going to hear from Red Raider head coach Joey McGuire his thoughts on the transfer portal at large and its impact on college football and college football players, and also the Texas Tech-specific approach this time around to the transfer portal, 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 portal. Season is upon us. It's a magical time of year. Speaking of first, however, Coach Prime. Today's episode brought to you by Omaha Steaks, and they're going to be calling you Coach Prime if you're delivering this prime goodness coming up Christmas time. Holiday season is upon us. And the gift of giving greatness is something that is never forgotten. They're going to remember you with every delicious bite. And I'm not just saying this because I am a lifetime beef man myself. I'm saying it because I know it's true. I've experienced these type of flavor explosions before, Chris. There's nothing that can replace something like a delicious steak, your plants, your synthetic meats, Whatever type of silicones they're putting into the stuff you're eating out there trying to get away from beef, you're nuts! And you're missing out on a five-star experience, Chris. I know you're in that category, man. I know that you appreciate a steak like I do. I I, uh, I love a steak. My my, I'm, I'm a little bit of a salt, pepper, and Worcestershire on it. You know, when hey, when we're going, when right. we're going, yeah, just just a Worcestershire. little, just a little hit. Hey. Hey, I like to just a little hit off the wrist there. A little bump for Chris as he gets in to that beefy prime. The steak experts at Omaha Steaks have put together special curated gift packages to help take the guesswork out of gifting and make you that holiday hero. Become the coach prime you were destined to be. Go to omahasteaks.com and take advantage of 50% off site wide. Plus, use our code locked on at checkout to get an additional. $30 off your order. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. So shop early now and beat the rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use our promo code locked on at checkout. Again, 50% off site wide. Plus, with that promo code locked on, it's 30 bucks off your order. Minimum order may be required at omahasteaks.com. Joining us on Locked On Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Always glad to be your first listen on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. Subscribe on YouTube if you have not so far. And for your second listen, make it Locked On Sports Today with the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. For your second listen, make it Locked On Sports Today, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcast transfer portal 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 season is upon us we were discussing a moment ago sophomore quarterback donovan smith throwing his name into that ring well texas tech head coach joey mcguire also in hand on hand this week chris visiting with the media and delivering some thoughts 
kind of big picture wise um, as to the impact of the transfer portal on college football and college football players. He also spins into the Texas Tech specific approach this time around. Listen in closely because he kicks out some numbers offensively and defensively. Some of these things still subject to change as far as decisions made by these players, of course. But Chris, on the other side, I want to get your thoughts on, on both of these. Kind of the big picture impact and then the tech approach this offseason to now opening the door on transfer portal season. Here is Coach McGuire. It's really good. From the standpoint of you've seen coaches change. Um, and then before the players were locked in and the coach that recruited them left, you know, uh, either for a better job that he thought was a better job or whatever. And so I think it's an opportunity for the players. Um, you know, sometimes it's scary. I saw a stat the other day that they had like 19 plus thousand guys going to the portal last year and only seven plus thousand found new jobs. Got a lot of guys giving up a free education, um, thinking that there's, you know, uh, a better place out there. So it's a little scary. You know, hopefully they get good information. Um, you know, with us, we're going to be slow. We've got a lot of players coming back. You know, I mean, uh, we have, depending on who you say the starters are, we've got 10 guys coming back on defense and then, I mean, on offense. And then we've got some guys making a decision if they're going to declare or come back. So we could have seven starters coming back on defense. So we want to make sure whenever it comes to that, that we're really slow. We're doing – uh, you know, our homework on players and, you know, that make a huge impact on our team and we're going to bring somebody in from the board. I, I, I'd be willing to bet you that there are some players that they wouldn't be broken up if they left, okay, on your roster. Mm -hmm. I think that's just the reality of of the situation when you and you go you go look at the, at the just entire roster and you can see there's guys that just – didn't get to play and probably won't get to play. The problem is, is that Joey and his staff treat those kids so good. They're, they're getting, you know, Matador club money and you may have a hard time getting rid of some of those guys <laughs> that you want to I mean, Lou, I'm just, I'm just being real, man. And uh, I think that all I the really names, hadn't considered it that way, but you're right. It's, it's the truth. And you, you, yeah. Joey is telling them, the, the numbers right there, you, you're hearing it. Be careful about leaving because you might not, you know, that merry-go-round stops. There's not a seat to, to sit on for a lot of these guys. What do you, I mean, in his ballpark, there's 12,000 kids that entered the portal and, and ended up no, with nothing. So right. I think. Uh, Is that ballpark I, I think, real, by the way? <laughs> yeah. I, well, 19 I, and I, 7? I was kind of uh, staggered all, by that. All, all I can, all I can, I, I think he's, I think that's actually pretty close to right. I think he's yeah. going over the last like year ish. Sure. Um, I know the percentage is low that are actually it, finding a home or an improved home. And this less. is what, this is why tampering exists. And it's always going to exist in this space because it, it's, it's like the old saying goes don't ever quit a job until you have another one, you know, like that's, right. you know, and, and I think that in this case, Hey man, you'll take me if I, if I do this, you know, uh, you, this is where I'm going. And so I think that, 
you, you have a lot of situations where I think there's people doing a lot of legwork ahead of time before they get in, making sure that not in every case, but just to make sure that they've got a soft place to land. But um, I, I, I think when he when he's talking about starters returning, keep in mind that defensively he's he mentions the number the, the, the seven starters return. That does include you know a couple of D tackles and a couple of corners that could opt to d- declare or or whatever. I don't know if these are portal options, but at this point he's counting he's counting the fact that they, they will return here until they are told otherwise. So tech is told otherwise that's Bradford and Hutchings and then uh, Ray Shutter Williams and, yeah. and Malik Dunlap. So, and, and with that, you know, and, and like a Western right leaving, okay. Or not using that extra year with a Donovan Smith, does it open up uh, a spot? Because the problem Texas tech has, I think they would love to bring in some, some, you know, opportunities from, from outside the program to help out with offensive line and receiver. We've talked about this. And then whatever you may lose defensively, but right now there's just not a lot of scholarship room. You know, there's just not a lot. And you can still get into some NIL opportunities. That's what I think is going to happen with uh, with Josh Fleeks from Baylor who entered the portal. He's got one year left to play. Don't think he's going to show up expecting a scholarship. I think there'll be some NIL opportunities for him. So you kind of bridge the gap that way. But uh, because there's like two offensive linemen, Western Kentucky center, and I believe there's an offensive tackle from uh, UTEP named Jeremiah Byers. They're both in the portal. You could directly link Texas Tech to both of those players. Other programs will, will link themselves to those guys too. At this point, though, I just don't know how much room you have to go out there and 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 bring in. But I think there's going to be some opportunities where they can. It's just going to be a smaller number than we were used to seeing, uh, I think. Uh, but it's it's fascinating. And then you just look at the quarterbacks out there, man. Yep. The, the first day of the portal, I mean, a lot of household names, man. Even one that you – well, actually two that you played against this year, and Devin Leary and Spencer Sanders. You know, and heck, I'm going to keep adding to the list. I mean, Hudson Card, there's three. There's three guys that you played uh, full games against for Texas, Oklahoma State, and NC State that are now essentially free agents. And um, it, it just – just just your luck that you'll finally get Oklahoma State off your schedule for next year, I think, and Spencer Sanders won't be around to, to wreck shop against you. So just just typical. <laughs> I was uh, a little taken aback by by some of those names. Were I mean, were any of those surprising to you? I know some had been reported or kind of talked about before. Well, and and as I just thought it was a bit ironic that uh, he he didn't he didn't play a ton, but uh, Luke Altmeyer, you're probably going, who the heck is that? Enters the portal. That's that's Ole Miss's backup quarterback. So both uh, Texas Tech and Ole Miss lose a quarterback on day one, and he took essentially all the backup snaps uh, behind Jackson Dart there in Oxford this year. But I, I think uh, DJ Uulungale, maybe did I say that correctly? Yeah, there you go. And he got replaced. He got replaced in the ACC championship game, so it makes sense him. But Graham Mertz from Wisconsin, you know, Keaton Slovis at Pitt, he had just gotten there. So, I mean, it, there's, there's, it, but Spencer Sanders is the one that had long been rumored. And if you think about it, and you and I talked about this possibility weeks ago, Spencer Sanders is somebody that could get in the portal. He's got one year left to play. He's not necessarily an NFL guy at all. And if so, he's a late, you know, late round type guy. But you're telling me he can't like negotiate a really high salary for himself for the one year to go play somewhere? 
I mean, guy was like, I mean, he he did a lot in uh, in Stillwater, and he's, mm-hmm. you know, he was the league MVP a year ago, uh, and when he's healthy, you know, but I just think I, the the rumors are him and Mike Gundy just kind of got sideways with each other, and it, it was just kind of a marriage that was going to end. But I just, it, it's just a fascinating, especially with that position, you know, at that position. Oh, so sure, yeah. So anyway, it uh, you know, but well, let me. Well, and, I, and I, one, one quick thing. I mean, I, I first had questions about you lose Donovan. Okay, does that mean does this mean that you're going to go try to find another one to fill that spot at that same position? I believe the answer is going to be no at this point. I believe you'll go with Tyler Shuck, Baron Morton, and and then Jake Strong as it stands now. I know we'll get into Tyler Shuck here in a second, but. I just want to, you know, just because you you lose that position and one at that position, and, and it's, you know, again, you're you're trading Donovan Smith with all this experience for a true freshman, but he will be here at semester, and Jake Strong, your signee, so you'll be able to go through uh, the spring with it appears as of today with three, uh, three quarterbacks and all those things, and so it's kind of the the Tyler Barron uh, show until it isn't, I guess, but we'll get into that, I guess, as we go forward here. Yeah, here in just a minute, we're going to get to uh, Tyler Shuck and an interesting comment from Red Raider head coach Joey McGuire as it relates to uh, upcoming decisions uh, from Tyler. And, of course, he is uh, the one that is expected to start the game and, and said so there by, by Joey McGuire uh, against Ole Miss in Houston. So we'll let you hear what Coach McGuire had to say, and uh, we'll have some bigger-picture thoughts on Tyler Shuck and the future of that QB room. Chris, before we move along here, uh, college football sport you and I love. So where you at a little ways into this NIL era? Thumbs up, thumbs down. What's it doing you like or what's it doing you don't like uh, to the sport you love? Well, you're talking strictly NIL? Yeah, just uh, yeah. Well, transfer portal, NIL, ease of movement, yeah. those types of things. I mean, I, I think when you when you see somebody like Deion Sanders, just to go back to Coach Prime there, uh, basically walk into a first-team meeting and say, leave – you know, just go. And then I think he's since been quoted the whole spring. I'm going to make try to try to make every one of these guys quit. I mean, and, and he's I get I get what he's doing. He's not necessarily being literal, although at some point he right. is. But I just think it's been one sided for for so long. There's parts about it that I don't like, uh, and then there's parts about it that I, I totally get and understand. But I just think this this is a way of life now in this sport that's not going to change. Uh, freedom of movement. Uh, freedom to, to pay kids, not necessarily, you know, a lot of rules to have to follow. This is reality. It's a free market. And I think that that's why I was so pleased that Texas Tech's situation was so well organized mm-hmm. and apparently very well funded early on because so many schools are trying to play catch up here and are disorganized with what they're trying to do. Or there's various entities trying to almost compete with each other on the same campuses uh, and I, I just I think that the folks in charge of the Matador Club uh, really did a good job with uh, with with, you know, trying to understand this space much earlier than everybody else did. But it's wild, man. I mean, yes, it, it it's wild. It, it, it's 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 just it's free agency. And the one thing that I do like that we didn't have a year ago is at least it's not going to be just a free for all all the time. There's going to be this 45 day window initially. Then there's a 15 day window in the spring, so it's it's real hot and heavy. But then it stops, and then you 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 get the the, the hot spot there, and I guess it's May or June where there's a 15 day window because the 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 first 
you know, cycle through this, it's just a free for all the whole time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, as long as September 1st comes, you got to be in the portal or be out or whatever it was. But, but before that, for however many weeks and months it was, it was just, it's just, you know, and at some point that's just not, that's not healthy for anybody. There's plenty I like about the student athletes opportunity now to monetize uh, what he's got going on and, and devoting the majority of his hours to, I would assume. Um, so I like a lot of what's been improved about that. I do think there's going to have to be at some point some reining in somewhere because I don't think it's going to be palatable to have uh, every 12-month free agency for a lot of athletes. I know it's not the case for all of them because there will begin to be some uh, immediate eligibility restrictions and things like that if you're just hopping around here or there. But for a coaching staff, Chris, it is like every 12 months uh, you're back into re-recruiting a lot of your guys. Trying to re-recruit your own guys. And that's why <laughs> that's exactly why Joey's, you know, the culture with some of these programs is so vital because kids want to go where they're taken care of, where they feel safe, where they're coached well, where they win, I mean, and all those things. And then if they find that spot, they don't want to leave it. And so that's why I'm just saying I, I think there's probably – I mean, you could go 10 to 20 kids on the Tech roster that you, you give some of those coaches some truth serum and be like, hey, do you want to keep him or not? They'd all be like, I want him out. You know, but oh, I sure. mean, kid, kid, but I just don't know if you're going to get a lot of those uh, – you know, players that, that haven't, that's, that's where Joey's always been on. If you graduate, we're going to wish you well. And we're just going to basically say, Hey man, we're not, we're not going to keep you here. If you can't help, if you've graduated, I don't know where, where you're at, if you are away from that and you're just, you're just quote unquote dead weight uh, or whatever. So, yeah. uh, but, but it, it's fascinating watching this all play out, man. Uh, Cause this is almost busier than, than signing day in many ways. Yeah, because no these doubt. are known. These are known signees are yeah. all hypothetical. These are yep. known quantities with stats at the at the power five level that have won won games and and all started game and all that stuff. So it's a lot more real. Immediate impact opportunity in a yes. lot of these situations. So uh, it's certainly a lot different. Uh, I think compared to following some of these prep level guys or JUCO, whatever it might be, guys that are going to arrive for the first time. Uh, on this level curious to see how it shakes out for texas tech and some of these areas where you know they have needs and obviously we will uh, keep it covered here on locked on texas tech with new episodes each weekday on youtube or anywhere you get podcasts we're back to wrap it up coming up ahead we're getting back to red raider head coach joey mcguire decisions for tyler shuck looming and the big picture future for texas tech's qb room with now one departure on the board uh, in the form of Donovan Smith. That's coming up next on Locked on Texas Tech. But first, today's episode brought to you by Built Bar. We pause for the cause. That cause being deliciousness that's good for you. You got to try it. I'm talking about Built Bar's new and reimagined flavors. Cookie dough topper, coconut brownie bar, coconut brownie topper. And for this holiday season, white chocolate peppermint granola. Mm hmm. It's Bilt's take on the granola bar, so it's more filling, still insanely tasty. You also got their candy cane brownie puff bar. Bilt puffs are like biting into a delicious candy cane cloud. First off, for anyone who hasn't tried Bilt bars before, literally the best tasting protein bars ever built. Look it up. 
It's part of the universal record. They're revolutionizing nutrition as we know it with 100% real chocolate, 17 grams of protein, and shockingly low <gasps> sugar and calories. Only 130. Just sink your teeth into that first bite and it'll change your life forever. Not joking around. There's going to be a time before you try these new built flavors and then the glorious life you live after you try these new reimagined built flavors. You got to try this with Built Bar and you get 15% off your order right now by using the code Locked on 15. Again, that's 15% off your order right now by using the code Locked on 15 at built.com. Thanks for joining us on Locked On Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Thanks for making us your first listen with Chris Level. I'm Casey Cowan out here west of the 100th Meridian, where it's really going down. Joey McGuire and the Red Raiders now into their own interesting time of the year as you've wound up with a season in your rear view where you had three different quarterbacks start four games. And most recently, Chris, you've finished with the guy that was plan A, but he circled around to be quarterback C chronologically, and now the unintentional rhyme master is in the building with us here today. Tyler Shuck is in a very interesting spot here, hitting this bowl game. Joey McGuire said he's going to be the starter. He's been a successful quarterback to wrap up the season, and he was their choice to be the man coming into it. Came into it with some NFL uh, prospects. And as you'll hear from Coach McGuire coming up here, if everything's according to plan health-wise, then I think you kind of know what position you would be in here as far as Tyler Shuck looking to the National Football League, possibly. The timeline in reality has shaken that up a bit, and I think it's made it a really interesting portion of this timeline now as it relates to Tyler Shuck's decisions and the way that Joey McGuire and his coaching staff approach those. Here is Coach McGuire on the aforementioned Tyler Shuck. He's got a decision to make. I think it's uh, he's played really well. You know, I think at the start of the year, before he got hurt, he would tell you he'd declare for the draft. I mean, uh, every scout that we talk to, you know, feels like that he has a future on Sunday. And so um, if he comes out and plays well in this bowl game, does that make a decision where it's like, you know, I think I'm coming out, or does he come back, you know? And at the end of the day, uh, you know, we've got some really good quarterbacks, and, um, you know, you're, you're kind of sitting there going, I expect Tyler to be the starter uh, in the bowl game. Um, one, because he's played the way he's played. But then two, uh, Barron is still, you know, not 100%. And, and so, I mean, he, he took snaps last week. We practiced two week, two practices last week with our young guys. Um, and we had him out there. I mean, all he did was throw. He didn't do anything else or hand the ball off. But, you know, he's still not 100%. And so... Um, I expect Tyler to be the starter there, and then he's got a decision to make, you know, and understanding no matter what the decision is. told you all a million times, you can't be the toughest, hardest working, most competitive team in the country and then hand jobs out, you know, everything's earned around here. And, and so, you know, we'll, we'll see how that goes after the bowl game. Yeah, and I don't know if that, if that comment was made before or after Joey was made aware of Donovan Smith, but he doesn't mention him in that clip, so maybe he, he was already aware of it. But um, in the immediate, 
<clears throat> you know, Baron, he's been kind of dinged up. And so you're going to try to get him as much practice time and reps and all that leading up to the bowl game. But for Tyler, he's got one year left that he could play. I don't know if he's done. An, I mean, only only he know. I don't know what the NFL people have said to to Tyler or to, to Joey or, or whatever. Has he done enough? Has he put enough on tape to show that he can do it at the next level? Do they want to see him come back and show his durability? Is there something that they would like to see? But that's where his mind is at. It's it's what gives me the best chance to, to try to do this at the professional level. I want to give myself a chance at it. And is it play really well in the bowl game and then, hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm taking it uh, to the league? Or is it is it I'm going to come back next year? And I, I do think at this point – it all points to him coming back next year. Uh, there's no guarantees there. Uh, but and, and then from Barron's standpoint, he can look at it and go, okay, if if Tyler does come back, he hasn't shown necessarily the ability to stay healthy. Uh, I'm more than likely going to get to play. And if he does come back, it's just for next year. So And then he would have multiple years after that uh, to, to play. So it's a, it's a pretty good – if you can keep those two, man, I, I think you're – it's about as much you could have possibly asked for, uh, you know, if, if, if the way that this, the portal era works and the way that everybody, you, you just, it's unrealistic to expect it much more than that. So, uh, but I, I'm, I'm curious. I, I just don't think Tyler is going to leave uh, again, but I can't, I can't talk in absolutes there because I don't know the info that he knows. Uh, but I, after being hurt and after having had surgery you know, you, you just you, you don't know, but I don't know what the, the NFL folks are saying. To him, but that's how he thinks. That's how he's thought from the day he got here is he treats this like he's a professional and and tries to study like that, tries to he's trying to, to you know, use this as a platform to get out. Not that he doesn't like Lubbock or Tech or anything, but I mean, he, he this is a vehicle for him. And I mean, I think you 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 brought him here to be like, hey, man, you use us, please. I mean, this is, you know, well, here's the keys. Uh, and so that's kind of where it's at. But I, I wish I could tell you on, on what he ultimately will do. I view him as, as somebody, I think, uh, in this NIL era, Chris, who could really be impacted by that as far as remaining on campus or seeking a professional opportunity. Because in my opinion, without NIL opportunity, if you've had the exact same football timeline and say hypothetically you perform well in this bowl game against Ole Miss, if there is any inkling of light from the National Football League right then that you can get in camp or get on a roster, whatever, I'm gone if I'm Tyler Shuck. Are you kidding me? College football has battered and bruised me all over, and they still want to call my name. And some, and I'm not talking draft, whatever, but just that you can work your way into a camp or you're going to get an opportunity to get on a roster, which I think is some information you can kind of begin uh, to learn about, obviously, by this time and after a bowl game. Um, I think I'm out of there because, hey, here's your professional opportunity. Go bet on yourself. Time to get onto the real world and try to do it uh, as a career. But in the NIL era now, I feel like if it's not enough uh, light from the NFL to really be overtly attractive and you want to bet on yourself in the sense that I can come back, win the job, and have a great year while also possibly monetizing what I'm doing here, at least to the degree that it could be somewhat a living wage for me and my <laughs> family as he is a married man. I don't know why maybe you wouldn't want to remain uh, another time around. And maybe I'm making too much out of being battered and bruised by college football. But, Chris, I kind of look at him as a guy that's like, man, if you got 
if you got a chance to take the next step and that's what you're here to achieve as far as college is concerned, which certainly don't begrudge him for that. Cardale like, Jones. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to put him in that category, but yes, they didn't no, come I'm, to play I'm school. Yeah, I'm <laughs> but I'm almost thinking, man, why would you not go ahead and do it? But I, I don't know. Am I making too much out of the NIL impact, or how do you view that? Part well, I, again, I just don't know what he what he knows. I don't know what he's been told. I don't know if that option is available to him, or because he, he may have been flat out said, "Hey, man, we don't think you're durable enough. You gotta, you 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 gotta play play yourself through a season and show us that you are uh, can be available and durable and, and all these." I I, I just don't know. Yeah. Learn how to slide. You know, instead, I mean, who, who, I don't, I don't know, but I know his measurables, his IQ, you know, all, all of the things that, that uh, are there uh, that, that the NFL looks for are certainly there. So I just, you know, again, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll see. Uh, but I, I really, at this point, as we're sitting here talking, I really feel like he's back here. I, that's what I, that's what I think the intention is at, at this point right now. And I don't know. You know, short of a superhuman bowl game performance, and I don't even know what that would look like. I, I just, I think that yeah. I don't think anything changes. I think he's got, he's got the info. Uh, I because I, th- I think a lot of these kids like Hutchings and Bradford and Rayshad and Malik, they all have draft grades. They already kind of know where where the the range would be. Um, so, um, I, I think I'm assuming that Tyler does as well. That's why I think that when you kind of it's it's because if, if if he was out, I I wouldn't you think he'd be out like right now like okay well I've done enough man I'm not I'm not gonna go play in the bowl game and that is not the case I and mean, he's he's been practicing this week and I I think he's gonna he's gonna be your quarterback in the bowl game and then uh, again next year or not that he'd be named the starter because you heard Joy flat out say you're gonna have to earn it you know uh, and he and and I think that you would have a quarterback competition in the spring if, if Baron and Tyler are here. Yeah, I guess it's hard to think that any kind of resume could be made up in five or six games. How many has he even started and finished? Yeah, he, four. <laughs> yeah, he's well, he's he's started and finished three games. He competed in another two. Yeah, started in the very first one this year, didn't finish it, and then obviously without knowing how the bowl game goes. But you know, it's just it's a limited. You know, and and, and I'm sure that they've seen enough. I mean, I'm sure that they know one way or the other. This is what it looks like, but, you know, on one way or the other. But that's why I say maybe maybe they want to see him uh, try to come back and show that he can be durable. I, and that's me speculating. I just – Sure. Because that's, that's the knock. Yeah. Is that he's uh, he hasn't been able to stay healthy. We heard all about National Football League prospects before he got to campus. Um, couldn't stay healthy. Gets back on the field, finally has a healthy stretch here. And, yeah, we're all back to like, oh, okay, now I kind of see what – what they were saying when talking yeah. about some of those professional prospects, but yeah, the, the knock. Cause you remember uh, he, he was on some draft lists before oh yeah. he showed up. I mean, like first Heisman and second lists. round type stuff. Correct. And so <laughs> that's not just made up. I mean, no. you know, but I mean, we just haven't gotten to see it. I, I can only imagine, and we'll never know what it would have looked like had he been healthy the whole way through. Cause I don't, I think he'd be better than seven and five, but I would that's, have to not, agree. that's not what happened. So. I would have to agree. I uh, I see you're at the office there today, and I imagine it's only water or coffee in the cup. If you were having a highball at home, I may just get crazy and say, Chris, when both quarterbacks are healthy next year, who's the starter, Baron or Tyler? But I'm not going to ask you that today because we've already gone long on the show, and we'll have all offseason possibly to consider what could be a very compelling competition if that actually shaped up 
to be the case. And I guess I'm rooting for it to be that way as far as the competition, Chris, because that means that Tyler Shuck probably finished really well in Houston and continued doing what he's done so far to wrap up. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I I, I really think no matter who's here, one way or the other, uh, enter someone new, somebody leaves and enter someone new, or they're both here, I think you're getting a competition in the spring and probably in the August as well. That should make for a very interesting offseason, to say the least. Uh, but some dust remains to settle, obviously. Uh, primarily the Texas Bowl, as uh, Tyler Shuck will have an opportunity to uh, show up and show out. Just Coach Prime all over, you know. You can't avoid it uh, here today as he's with us all. So, pack up the bags. We're on to the next episode, Louie, or otherwise you're invited back on the other side. Hope to see you there on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. And that includes you, Chris Level. I don't know if you're a Louie man or not, but I appreciate your time. I I am not. Uh, I know that probably shocks you. Uh, I I am not, but uh, I'm going to keep hope alive that someday maybe I'll become one. Keep your Louie hope alive this time (laughs) around. And I think that's what we become when we get to 3,000 subscribers. So let's get it pumped up on YouTube, baby. Got a little work to do, but we'll all become Louie men by the time we hit 3K. Subscribe on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts and make Locked on Texas Tech your first listen each weekday. And after Locked on Texas Tech, we hope you will make Locked on Sports today your second listen. It's the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. It's Locked on Sports today right here on the Locked on Podcast Network, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. He's the only Chris Level. I'm Casey Cowan. Thank you for joining us once again. We'll see you on the other side on Locked on Texas Tech.